Welcome back to another edition of the You Should Do Comedy podcast. With me right now is a guy making so many waves. He had a huge year last year uh, performing on his home stage here in Toronto as part of Kill Tony. Well, not Kill Tony, but part of uh, Tony Hinchcliffe's show, a stand-up show, uh, but got most notably recognized from his appearance on Kill Tony. He's been waking waves all over the industry. Please welcome Jared, Nathan, Jared, how are we doing, buddy? I'm good, Ben. Tell you, thank you for having me today. I'm doing well. I mean, tell me what it's been a crazy year for you. I mean, I saw you last year at, at your stand-up show when you opened up for Tony. Um, but how did this all start? I mean, it's it's crazy. You you went down to Austin, Texas, and you got on to kill Tony. But before yeah. we even get there, how did this whole like stand-up? career start for you do you remember how you performed what i was in winnipeg manitoba yeah. i was living out there and i decided to go to an open mic just on and an open mic. i just found loved with it i kept doing it i had some competition in winnipeg i had some Comedians tell me keep going, and uh, I kept going. I moved back to Toronto, and I kept doing comedy. I had an opportunity in um, November 2021 to go down to Austin, and I was on the Kill Tony show, and boom, just like yeah, that. And then, <laughs> and that just <laughs> happened from there. So you started in Winnipeg, you moved to Toronto, you got on a couple of stages, obviously, in Toronto, yeah. making a name for yourself. Um, yeah. But then, like, was this a dare? Like, I, I, are you just, like, that ambitious? Like, I'm going to go to Austin, I'm going to get on Kill Tony, I'm going to kill it. Like, did that even, or was it just luck? Yeah. Or, like, how did that happen? Like, I had an opportunity. I was told, like, I, I had some people in the in the, in the like in the realm showed me that I had a chance if I signed hey. up I had a chance to go on and I just a whole couple the whole like Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday I just mm -hmm, I would just and the thing is I just had it in my head that yeah I mentally prepared for it that, right? just I practice no. I no, of course, I, I can totally understand yeah. that. But for those who don't know what Kill Tony is, so it's it's brought to us by Tony Hinchcliffe. He's a very popular comic in the States. Yeah. He's been on the Rogan podcast. He has that circle of friends. And what he does is a very interesting uh, trend in comedy or, or kind of a new gimmick that it's going on is that you got one minute, one minute to do stand-up yeah. comedy in front of him and kind of impress him and, and kind of you know, wow the crowd. You have one minute. So the amateur comics or, you know, those who just want to make a name and, and they get out there and they and they bring out their A game for one minute, 60 seconds on the clock. Now for you and the people that don't know your brand of comedy, obviously, you know, <laughs> you struggle with, with a lot in life. I mean, you have Down syndrome, but it's a high form of it, correct? I think correct you on that one. Correct me, of course. Yes. I don't have Down syndrome. I it's not a Down syndrome. Look, I have Down syndrome. I'm Down syndrome. It's Jason, as I tell people, so I like 
Stutter with a sort of a cerebral palsy, you said? I it's globally delayed. I kind of have it's kind of a intellectual disability, but I always have problems with my five order gross motor and stuff like that. Okay, so when you when you say all of that, the immediate response is Okay, well, you must be getting help or attention, or you must be going, you know, uh, having some sort of uh, uh, being with someone with this kind of a disability. You have some sort of assistance, and you have none of it. Instead, you said, "Fuck you! I'm going to do stand-up comedy." You use it to your advantage. Yeah. Obviously, you you performed well at Kill Tony, and and it obviously got you recognized enough where you now have this crazy fan base. And people want to hear what you have to say because yeah. you have this interesting perspective on life. And it didn't stop you in any way. You went balls to the wall. You yeah. were like, hey, I, I, and this is someone because I'll, I'll share something with you. It's not as, as extreme, but it does have setbacks. I'm a cancer survivor. And the reason why I got through cancer is because I chose not to play a victim card. Right. I chose to laugh at it. I chose to make jokes at it. And and I don't want to put my brain in that negative mindset. You went right. above and beyond. And you took this and developed an entire comedy career yes. out of it. So yeah. how crazy is that philosophy? And how, yeah. how do you keep yourself positive through all of it? I just live my life. Like, of course. I have like negative times and positive times, so I, I just, I just do me. You just, you know, you. I, I just tell people I have no having a disability is not really a choice. I was like born this way, so I have to do is. All I have, and the great thing about stand-up comedy is, I can tell the sh sh pity stories and make it funny. I can use my hardships and like bring humor to it and stuff like that. And like that's that's why my comedy is pretty much that. Yeah, because your 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 life is unique to you. Your stories are unique to you, and how you see it and how you orchestrate that to the audience is one hundred percent your brand of comedy. I just find it fascinating that you've taken the worst negative life can give you and, and turned it into a positive. But I can see it as someone who's kind of been down that road or a similar road. Um, but it may be hard for other people to see it because do you ever find the audience? I don't know, feel sorry or they shouldn't be laughing at it because it's 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 you know, they feel bad or yeah. you're like no this is me like how do you act with or how do you respond to that 
it takes the audience a couple minutes to realize that I'm not who I am, and I kind of joke around with the audience like if I hear which I usually do, I, and usually comes from like females in the audience, like, oh, or like, yeah. Well, no guy's gonna like be like that. <laughs> I'm fake into a joke. I say, oh, don't say, oh, that's ableist, or like <laughs> stuff like that. So, like, yeah. I'm, and like, I have to. I find now I have to, I address it on the top, telling people that I chose to do stand-up comedy. It's my choice. And I want you all to laugh. And if you don't, I do consider it a hate crime. So well, of I, course, yeah. That helps the audience. Can't lose and understand, you know? Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine if you didn't address it off the top and you just didn't say anything. That would be even, I mean, yeah, that would be well, even more hilarious. You're like, yes, what? What's, so what's like, the problem? I don't know. It, it's it's a catch-22, I guess. So. I love it, but I, I'm trying to think like you. Like, yes, you have the illness, but I mean, like, let the audience suffer a little. Like, yeah. <laughs> have some fun with them. I love playing with the audience. I love this. I love. I love this. I have fun up there. You know, <laughs> I can like, imagine I enjoy you do. myself up there. So, yeah, and, but I can imagine you do. Now you made the waves in Toronto. You're making. You know, you're going through all the comedy stages that there are, and there's a lot of stages here in Toronto. Um, but then you you make your way down to Austin. You get on Kill Tony. What's your relationship now with with Tony Hinchcliffe? Obviously, he has a huge career blowing up. You know, as we yeah. said, he's been on Rogan and and YouTube. But now you've also tapped into that market, and you got a lot of the Kill Tony fans yeah. with you. So I love Tony. This, this newfound success is all like. Do you have a good relationship with the guy? Do you still talk to him? I know yeah. you opened for him this past summer. We talk. We see each other. We talk with Tony, the very busy, busy man. But I love Tony. I love Red Band. I love Tony people. Awesome. And and then that crowd was in Austin, Texas. So do you think yeah. that the American crowds, uh, you know, like, have you ever gotten a well reception from the American crowds obviously in Austin they loved you but have you done any other American shows I have done any American shows I plan to do some later on in the year um, yeah I have something you know works uh done. no it's Americans yeah they are more they are more in they have more love than Canadians. Like, Americans have more love than Canadians. Yes. In regards to comedy or more. In regards to comedy and in regards to like, a lot of them are more inclusive to people to like other. So I, that's just my thing. I just find that like, 
a lot of the crowds, um, Americans don't say ah oh, that much. Just like it's more in Toronto. A lot of people are afraid to laugh. The more corporate atmosphere, they don't want to get fired from their jobs and stuff like that in Toronto. <laughs> so like they more care about how they look and stuff. I can totally see that. And I can I can totally understand. Want to have a good time and laugh and like, yeah and like yeah. I can totally understand that because I, I I think I know what you're getting at. Americans are more expressive. They embrace the party atmosphere. They're exactly. now they're coming out to a comedy show. Let's get, you know, into it. Let's get hammered. Let's support the comics. Let's give them all the love. This is awesome. Where Canadians fall under the very polite, very conservative, as you said, don't don't, you know, sh rock the boat, don't shake the boat. They're very corporate. I totally can see that and it's much reflective in the canadian media landscape as canadians don't appreciate canadian comics no. because they haven't made it big time they're not the big huge guys that's on the billboard and oh well then when they go to the states and then america loves them and america hoots and hollers for them and they do great things in america the canadians go oh that guy's canadian or she's canadian you know that girl she's jim carrey's canadian russell peters is canadian and they can't wait for you to come back to toronto or vancouver or winnipeg yeah. or wherever you're from and love to come see you because you've made it in america but where yeah. was that love and support in canada yeah um yeah, and also, yeah, and also, like, Canadians just care about themselves more than anything. That's a bit much, but okay, I, I can roll with you on that. <laughs> like, they don't, you know, how many people I know who don't know who Joe Rogan is, who don't know who, like, Dave Chappelle is, we don't know who, a lot of people just focus on their own surroundings, their own. Right, but do, do Canadians know who uh, Jared Nathan is? Not everyone. Do Canadians I, know who Keith Pedro is? Been sure, people know Mike who I Rita? am when I see them. What? Do they know, do they know these names? You know, like I'm saying, Keith Pedro, Mike Rita. No. Uh, do they know Nathan McIntosh? Do they know uh, a Frank Spadone? Do they know an Angelo Sarukas? Do they know no, only uh, comedy fans do? And like that's not a lot of yeah. I yeah, love comedy like, fans. You know, I love. I'm happy. I'm so, I'm happy. I'm around those people because I grew up like I saw him, like you know like when he was starting out so. Yeah, Mike Green is awesome. Mike Green is a great yeah. dude. And and great things are coming for all of them, but they can only go so far in Canada. As we discussed, there's a limit. And there's not yeah. a lot of love and appreciation for those artists, including no, you. I, don't, uh, I hope that's changed, but I don't think that's going to change. I don't think it is, but <laughs> welcome welcome to Canada. Uh, we don't give a shit unless you make a U.S. currency. Uh, right. But uh, they're on the flip side to that, Jared, though, on the flip side, because... You know, when, when I have a guest on and I want to do some research and, you know, you kind of 
I mean, I we've known each other. We've chatted in the past. Yeah. But, you know, you you type your name in on Google. What 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 comes up? Do you know that there's some haters out there on you? Oh, there's a lot of haters on me. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone right now, and there's yeah. that. What the what the fuck am I reading? Yeah. Okay, here's one. This is all on Reddit, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I love Jared Reddit. Nathan doesn't have a disability. Yeah, I said it. Go back to Canada. That's from an American. Yep. That says you don't have a disability. Yep. This is crazy to me because I'm like, here, here's another one. Jared Nathan of Kill Tony is totally faking it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, yeah. He, like, the fakest person to ever be on the show ever. If you think he isn't hammering it up or legit, you're insane. He sucks. Hates to be. I hate to be negative, but great for him off the show. I don't know what he meant there. And then everybody's just bashing this guy. What do you say to that? <laughs> for those listening on the podcast right now, Jared is also holding up his merch that says Team Jared. So what do you say? I stutter, man. That's who I am. I stutter. And like, honestly, all my life, people say I'm faking it. I've fallen to into as a category. I'm too normal to be special, and I'm too special to be normal. What? You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's roll with that. I I, I like, kind of get it. Just, also, just like oh, a lot of people don't really want to see people with people's that see it over them because they're jealous that I'm on number one live podcast and they're on their on their shitty computer in their mom's basement. Typing on the, uh, <laughs> typing on Reddit, you know. So like, yeah. and like, okay, I'm a comedian, right? In doing comedy, some jokes are ahead. Some jokes are, some jokes are exaggerations. Of course, right? I, I get that. Yes, that's what comedy is—a little bit of a an exaggeration on life. Right, and sometimes I do enhance my stutter for a joke, for timing, for, you know, thought. Totally makes sense. I Are you enhancing stutter. it right now? It's not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not embellishing something I don't have. Wow, you even chose the word embellishing. <laughs> I have a good vocabulary for someone like myself. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, of all the words to use, you did choose embellishing. That was a tough one. You're not yeah. faking it right now, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't, too lie early, me, Don't fucking lie to me, Jared. <laughs> it's too early, man. It's too early. Uh, no, I love it. I love like, that you honestly, go after the haters. I... I, I'm dressing it now in my act right now. Like, I'm, I have, I don't want, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm, 
I'm talking more about that in my act. So just on a lot of normal people have like they're jealous. I call it like you know, but I yeah. No, I I, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, it's it, it, I wasn't looking. For shit on you, but I mean, like you type in Jared Nathan, it's your website, your Instagram, and then all this bullshit about people hating on you on. I have a whole subreddit. Yeah, I don't really, I don't, I try not to do it. Look at it anymore because I have, and it's, I went down a rabbit hole stuff. But just honestly, society gave people images of what people like myself should be right, and should be and somebody like myself or Aaron Bly or Jock Blue Doolinch we take we totally take that image and we turn it upside down Perfect. and a lot like of people that. can't handle that a lot of people don't know how to take it Jared, all you got to worry about is you and yourself. If you're okay with what you see in the mirror and exactly. how you present yourself on stage as nobody else's business but yourself, I think you're killing it right now. Exactly. I think you're doing Thank great you. things. You. I think you're doing great things. Hell, we just said you got a website and you were just showing me merch. Where did all that come from? You got coffee mugs. You got T-shirts. Yeah. You got hats. Yeah. Now, is it all related to the, the, the Kill Tony appearance? Because I know there was like... A couple of them were bad to the bone. Yeah, that's the bad what to the said bone. To you. Yeah, everything was organically left bad to the bone was just happened organically. Yeah. And well, yeah. I mean, that, that, that famous song, bad to the bone. Tony was singing it to you, and that kind of became like. And do, you, do you come out to that song on, your, uh, on, uh, on stage? Oh, I hope for Tony. I did. Only when you open for Tony. Yeah. I have my own music. Really? I come. I have a comedy album called... You got a comedy album out now? Yeah. It's when called did that get Honest Spectrum. It's called Spectrum. It's called Spectrum. Or it's called On Spectrum the Spectrum. And okay. it's with another funny comedian in Toronto called Pinch Cab. Okay, you with with another comic? What was his name? Yeah. Cringe Kev. Cringe okay. Kev. Kev. Cringe Kev. Kev. Okay. Yeah. And I have a song called The Sounds Man. Right. And that's and on I there? Come up to that song? Oh, I don't... oh, for your entrance song. Yeah, my entrance song. I come up to that song. Now, you're also going on tour, correct? Yeah, I'm on a tour. British Columbia. You going uh, to, have you ever been to Vancouver? 15th and the 19th. February 15th to February 19th. Just, uh, are you going, you're just doing BC? Or are you doing like Alberta as well? We want to BC. Um, depends. I might do some days in Alberta. Uh, but check my website for more details. Check Jared the web. Comedy. Com. 
Perfect. Now, have you ever been to BC? Have you ever been to Vancouver and everywhere? First time? Yeah, I have. I've been oh, to Vancouver have. a couple of times. I love okay, it. Okay, cool. You love it. And and Vancouver, I'm assuming, loves you as well, obviously. You're going on tour out there, so you got you got a following. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Perfect. Now, uh, from all this kind of that's been happening over the last year, and like I said, I saw you at at the Kill Tony show or at Tony's show. I mean, how has it gone the other way with like, you know, the fame, the notoriety, the ladies? Have you been getting a lot of love that way? You come on. You're, you're laughing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you I, not I, telling I me? More, uh, I, uh, I got more attention definitely after than before. And I got, I, yeah, I have, I had uh, unsolicited nude pics a couple times. You had unsolicited nude pics, what, sent to you? Sent to me from my Kill Tony fans and... What? Females, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I hope they were females, Jared. What? I hope that they were females yeah, that sent you unsolicited female, nude pics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, so that's and I'm assuming and these like, are yeah, like I have the, more attention and like I get recognized in Toronto and pretty much wherever. Yeah. So these, I'm assuming these are like American fans because as we established, I don't think any Canadian girls sending out nude, unsolicited nude pics. Uh, a little bit of both. Oh, really? Some Americans, yeah. Some Americans, some Canadians, but yeah. You'll be surprised how many people in Canada watch the Kill Tony show. Uh, yeah, it's a big show on YouTube. It's huge. It's not just Canada that's popular. It's, it's popular it's, worldwide. It's international. International. International, yeah. And you, I mean, hey, buddy, you made it on that show. You very recognized from that show, and it's given you quite the comedy career. Yes. Okay. 100%. Hundred percent. I just gotta go with it, keep the momentum going. So I'm gonna, yeah. So you've done Kill Tony. You you've done your own comedy album now. You're going on tour. What's the next big thing for Jared Nathan? I mean, do you have like a a, a wish list, a bucket list that like you want to do this by this time? I mean, uh, you know, I like to comedy. Go, I like to go back to the stage and try to. Tour and stuff like that. Um, I would like to do some acting, which I might have. I'm gonna have to do some acting coming up. Um, which I'm surprised you haven't been. To, have you been to LA? It's in the works, and I have. Uh, I will be in LA in a couple months. Couple I months in LA, and you'll be in LA. Project. I have an acting project that's coming up. An acting project? Fuck that! I'd, I'd love to see you at the comedy store, or the oh, Laugh Factory, no, or no, the no, Improv. Don't get me wrong; I will be at a comedy store while I'm in LA. But yeah, awesome. I uh, yeah, I just yeah, and I'm um yeah, hopefully, and I'm doing some acting, doing some more comedy things. Yeah. So, do you like the acting approach? Like you've done it before? You have an agent? Yeah, I love acting. I like acting. Because acting, I mean, you're not, it's not, now it's not your own story. Now it's not your own bit. You have to like learn the lines and, right. and kind of 
be fall into a character. So are you kind of getting, for lack of a better word, typecasted? Oh, uh, I'm the project I'm doing now. The character was pretty much written for myself. Okay. And um, yeah, it's unfortunate that way, but yeah, it's. I had a yeah. I just I don't know. I'm obviously I have a certain uh, image. Yeah, you got a look. You got a shtick. Yeah, I have. I'm just myself. You know, I was perfect. Born this way. You know, like I like to just. That's how I tell people. I I have. I don't. I have no choice of. Who I, I have no choice of, of of the disability part. I have a choice of how I use it. You know. No, I I, I do, but, but yeah, you do have a choice of how you can say no to people if they're constantly putting you in a certain role. That you know what I've been there. I've done that. I, I I've played that guy before. So maybe somewhere down the road you can kind of open up your horizons. Man, and maybe. If me, if, if myself acting with Charlie makes me a couple million dollars, I'm going to play with for a couple million dollars, you know? Fair enough. That makes sense. I mean, fuck, I'd play retarded too if they were going to pay me a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I <know>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so how I like to kind of uh, wrap up podcasts here, I have like a list of questions. They're rapid fire. I have a feeling yeah. we might take a while with you, though. But I mean, let's try to go through them the best way I'll we can. All right, buddy? As I can, Vince. I'll be as I can. As you can. <laughs> okay. Your favorite comedic influence growing up was who? Robin Williams. Nice, buddy. Your favorite comic today? Really into like old Hedberg right now. I like Anthony Jeselnik. So Mitch Hedberg, Anthony Jeselnik. Huh. Uh, I didn't say Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> yeah, Tony. Obviously, Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, you know. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, your favorite comedy movie growing up? Which what's one movie that you always love watching that makes you laugh? Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. You a big John Candy fan? Yeah, I, I awesome. like. Yeah. I love John Candy. Love he John was Candy. Uh, one of the best on Second City. Um, yeah. Your favorite club to perform at? Uh, I love performing at the Corner Comedy Club. I have a Corner's the best. Go there. I run, run open my showcase there every last Tuesday of a month. Right. I the comedy mothership was right. my Joe Rogan's club. You performed at the mothership too. I performed at the mothership three times, or at the Kill Tony, like whatever Kill Tony. Yeah. I performed there like. Five times, but I had a couple 
thought at the mothership, and it's it's amazing. Awesome. And for those in Toronto, if you haven't been to the Corner Comedy Club, check it out. Small room, 30, 35 people max. Uh, I love it. Joe does a great uh, job there uh, promoting it. Uh, check it out in a small little dark alleyway. You got to know where you got to know where you got to go down that little alleyway right behind the, the yuck yucks on Richmond. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a cool little it's got New York vibes, Toronto comics, Um, but it's a really cool spot. All right, buddy. Uh, One of your favorite jokes you love to tell. Which one is it? Um, Right. It, it's always changing. So I love the original joke. It's, um, um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm blessed that my mom never named me Bob. But she had a terrific idea to name me Jared with seven J's. <laughs> and yeah, that's okay. what it is. All right, Jared, here's a tricky one. And I had a lot of answers on this one, but I want you to answer me honestly. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. If we took the kitchen out of your house, what fast food restaurant would we replace it with? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're always getting it from this spot. What is it? We don't have this place in Canada. Hopefully, we will have it soon. Oh. Big shout out to Razor Canes. What's it called? Raising Cane's Chicken. Raising Cane's Chicken? Yeah, they have it in the States, in the chicken finger place, which is, sounds Amazing simple and good. But a faster place in Canada. Uh, I, I go to Tim Hortons. You want Tim Hortons in your house? I would love it to order to my house, man. All right, buddy. Hey, I love it. I mean, yeah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can get it all at Tim Hortons. Tim Raising Hortons, yeah. Cane's, though, in where's that, in Texas? Yeah, it has in Texas, Florida. And it's Florida. a fried chicken place. Yeah, like chicken fingers. Like, it's it sounds simple, but... It's damn good. It's <laughs> damn good. I think, I think it's damn good. Do you like fried chicken joints? Because I just tried... Dave's fried chicken, I think, uh, a couple weeks back. And I know Samuel yeah, Jackson good. got um, into that. I, I try not to eat it that much anymore. I try okay. to not eat it all the time. But my favorite fried chicken place in Toronto right now is Jollibee's. Shout oh, to, yeah, that place is good. Shout out to all my Filipino people up there. Filipino's doing chicken. it right at John. That's great, man. Great. And a spaghetti with a hot dog in it. That spaghetti that tastes like half Gordy spaghetti, but it's amazing. <laughs> All right, uh, your favorite or sorry, your first celebrity crush? Uh old school. Uh, yeah, they by the bell, Kelly Kapowski. Wow, hey, you said that fucking perfectly, Kelly Kapowski. Now, what? What's yeah. your name, Tiffany? Um, 
Oh, shit. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, but also, I grew up in the uh, like the Britney Spears era and the Christina Aguilera era, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's uh, who's a comic right now that we should all know about that you think is, is coming up in the ranks is doing good stuff? Who's one guy we should watch out for? I want to tell you somebody on the stage. I want to tell you somebody from Canada. Okay? okay, tell me the guy from the States first. From the States? This guy is fucking incredible. He's on Cam Patterson. You know Cam Patterson? Cam Patterson? Yeah, from Kill Tony. The Kill Tony. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of his stand-up stuff. He's blowing up. He's blowing up in the industry. He's blowing up. Perfect. And then the guy from Canada? Or the girl from Canada? What was it? Oh, uh, no. The... You know him, Mike Rita. Mike Rita's blowing up? <laughs> no, yeah, I bet you know Mike. He's going. He, yeah. Mike Rita is awesome. I think, he's, I think he blew up, but I mean, more people he should know up, that no, name. Mike also, Rita. um. Max Sheldrick, you know Max Sheldrick? Yep. He's, he's going places. He's a great comic. Uh. Myself. There you go. I was waiting for it. You got to follow Jared. I'm blowing up. You're blowing up, buddy. Yeah. All right, Jared. Here's another one for you. When it's all said and done and the career's over and they're doing the movie about your life, what's the tagline going to be? Jared Nathan, what? What's it going to say after your name? Uh, the one and only. The one and only. The one and only. It only one Jared Nathan. Perfect. I love it. And to cap it off, and I ask this from everybody that's on the podcast, what's the best advice you ever got in this industry? Give you all, no matter how much time they give you. Give you all, always. Give it a hundred. Always give Beautiful. it a hundred. And um, yeah, always give it a hundred. And have fun. Have fun and always give it a hundred. Perfect. He is Jared Nathan. You can follow him at Jared Nathan Comedy. Is that the right? Yeah, JaredNathanComedy.com. Jared Nathan Comedy on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. And he's going to be on tour in British Columbia. This February, February 15th to the 19th. Yeah. Check the website for listings of where you're going to be. Yes. You know the club or the, the bar? Where were you performing at? It's on my it's on my Instagram. I'm performing at like, I'm performing in Abbotsford, in Kamloops, in Squamish, in British Columbia. Awesome. And yeah. also check out the website for merch team Jared because he's bad to the bone. That's yes. it, buddy. Thank uh, you, Jared, thank you so much for, for doing the pod. Thank you so much for coming on, telling your story, uh, talking about comedy. I always love people who love the industry. And, and a guy like you with a unique voice, a unique story, should be on stage making people laugh. And you know what, Jared? You know what? Fuck the haters. What? Fuck the haters. Yeah. <laughs> Peace.
Love you, buddy. We'll chat soon. Love you, too. Thank you, man.